Welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading Chapter 9 of Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Arch Illager. Thank you all for listening, and let's dive right in. Chapter 9 Despair knocked Archie's knees out from under him. The lava seemed like it blocked his way entirely. Stretching from one side of the canyon he'd been hiking through to the other. This meant that he had no way forward and countless undead mobs behind. He was finished. Archie sat there and watched the lava flow as he tried to come to terms with his impending doom. He wished once again that he could have lived in peace in the village. Perhaps in time he'd have found a place of his own. Maybe even next door to Yumi's. They could have been neighbors, working in the fields and doing chores together. She'd even started teaching him to read. There had been books in the woodland mansions, but Archie hadn't been granted access to them. Even if he could have swiped one for a moment, he wouldn't have been able to decipher it. But Yumi had showed him how. That seemed so magical to him. The idea that you could make shapes on a page, letters, that would put words from your head into other people's heads? That you could store knowledge or feelings or even epic stories on those pages for other people to put their he- to put into their heads whenever they sat down to read them? He wished he'd been a better student. He wished he had a chance to read more, to learn more to do more, to be a better person, to transform from an illager into a villager. But now, he would never have that chance. Besides which, if the heroes and villagers, like Sala had treated him, had taught him anything, it was that they would never accept him. He could have become the model villager, and they still would have looked down on him, kicked him, sneered at him. In the end, they would have found some excuse to kick him out, just as they had. Working so hard to become one of them had been a fool's errand from the start, and Archie now regretted even embarking on it. A chorus of zombie groans shuffling up behind Archie thrust him to his feet. He had given up hope for survival, but that didn't mean the mobs didn't scare the wits out of him. He was too much of a coward to lie there and let them eat him when he could still try to run. If it came to him, he wasn't sure if he would run into the lava or let the zombies have him. His brain wouldn't let him think about that. Not yet. As Archie moved farther north, though... He saw that the cliff, face to his right, didn't run quite all the way up to the river of lava. As he'd thought, a narrow passage stretched between the side of the canyon and the molten rock. Off to the east, scarcely believing his eyes, he sprinted for the clear and level strip of land and raced along it as fast as he could. The entire time, he expected the land to end, leaving him trapped between the undead and the lava once again. 
The land turned from rocky to sandy as Archie went, and hope rose in his heart. If he could just hold out long enough, he might actually survive. The barest hint of breaking dawn, the actual dawn this time, began to show off in the east as the strip of land widened and spilled fully out into an expansive desert that sprawled before him. He stopped there for a moment, stunned by the fact that he had somehow managed to escape what he thought was certain death. Then he heard the groans of the undead mobs growing closer once again. Archie walked into the desert. After he got a fair way out into the sand, he turned around to watch the mobs still chasing him. As they grew closer, the sun grew higher. It caught each of them in its rays, setting them ablaze one at a time, leaving nothing but ashes behind. Now that he got a good look at them, these creatures seemed different than the standard zombies that he'd encountered before. They'd seemed older, drier, less like zombies and more like husks. A warm, whispering wind blew off in the desert and swept the ashes away. Soon, there was nothing left of the mobs at all. Archie walked all day long, putting the lava far behind him. The moment darkness enveloped the land once again, though the low groans and rickety rattles of the undead filled the air behind. Archie once more, he decided not to give them a chance to catch up with him this time, and kept marching as fast as his aching feet would carry him. Rain started to fall, then pelting Archie with large, wet drops that soon had him soaked to the skin. It turned the sands of the desert dark, and the clouds that blackened the sky made the night blacker than ever. Soon, Archie could barely see beyond the ends of his arms. He kept walking. Just as the rain transformed from a shower into a downpour, Archie had a particular kind of heard a particular kind of hissing that came not from creepers, but giant spiders. He peered through the drenched darkness behind him and spotted a row of glowing red eyes that could only belong to those spiders. Unlike the dead mobs, the spiders were fast and could keep up with Archie's short-legged gait. He had to move faster if he was going to avoid them. Though he feared he might fall into a pit, Archie tossed caution aside and picked up his pace. If he wanted to escape the giant spiders, he had no chance. Something seemed to be drawing him forward. Something more than a simple sense of self-preservation. It felt less like he was feeling something than closing in on it. Lightning crashed, and Archie saw that he was approaching the side of a dark mountain, something that was almost invisible on that stormy night. He didn't see any crack in it, no pass or cave into which he could escape. It was like someone had planted a wall there, and the only choice he had now was to climb it, treacherous as that might be. The ground sloped up sharply, but Archie kept toward it, moving away from the spiders as fast as he could. Soon, he had up 
he had to change from scrambling over the rock to clampering up it. While the rain made the rock slick, he still managed to find some decent handholds and footholds, and soon he was climbing straight up. Archie looked behind him and saw that the steep slope did not deter the spiders in the slightest. They crawled right up it, on all eight legs, moving nearly as fast as they would if they were walking on level ground. He couldn't match their speed, not vertically, and it was only a matter of time before they caught up with him. Despite that, Archie kept climbing. As he went, he knocked a loose bit of rock off, and it went spinning off beneath him. At first, the sight of it terrified him, as it reminded him that he could fall just like that at any moment. But then, the rock smacked into one of the spiders and knocked it off the side of the mountain, sending it tumbling to its death below. If he had any breath to spare, Archie might have shouted in triumph. Instead, he kept climbing as steadily as he could manage, and any time he found a loose bit of rock, he sent it falling behind him. Soon, the last of the spiders following him had been knocked to its death. Archie stopped to rest for a moment, but another flash of lightning showed him that he wasn't far from a ledge above his head. Happy to have found a place where he might be able to rest for a moment, he hauled himself up to it and collapsed on its rocky surface. The thunder and lightning reminded him that he shouldn't stay outside if he could manage it. Now that he'd escaped the spiders, he needed to find a shelter from the rain. It bothered him to settle down in one place during darkness, to fear that mobs might catch up with him and trap him someplace, but as, but as exposed as he was. On the side of this mountain, he didn't see any other option. After taking a scant moment to catch his racing breath, Archie pushed himself back up to his feet and staggered forward. He moved slowly and carefully across the rocky, rain-slick shelf, making sure that he didn't accidentally stumble into an unseen pit. When he reached the far side of it, he discovered another wall, this one smooth and vertical, and he realized that climbing it would be impossible. He wanted to collapse there into a dreamless sleep. But he couldn't bear the thought of a spider sliding up and sinking its fangs into its into his neck while he was unconscious and helpless. Instead, he forced himself to make his way along that cliff face in the hopes he might find some means of escape. He would have been satisfied with a reasonable slope to climb, although he wished he might stumble upon a protective cave as well. To his amazement, he literally stumbled over an unlit torch. It was just lying there on the ledge, and he didn't see it until he tripped over it. At first, he thought he might have found a tree root, even up here, higher than the tree trees seemed to be able to reach. But when he closed his hand around it, he knew it, it was. Archie had nothing to light the torch with, and he feared it might be too wet to burn anyhow. But when he held it up, some sort of magic caused the tip to burst into flames. He didn't understand it, 
but he wasn't going to complain about it. In the light of the torch, Archie could see a bit farther and noticed that the shelf he stood on seemed wide enough to house a small army. He wondered if there had been an easier way to reach it. The thought bothered him in two ways. First, he felt a little stupid for having climbed up a sheer cliff face if he could have found a much easier trail up there instead. Second, if there was an easier trail, then the mobs might use it to get to him. His momentary sense of safety vanished. The new fear that gripped him at least spurred him awake. Back from the brink of total exhaustion, he raised his new torch high. Even though he worried that it might bring curious mobs toward him, it showed him a path carved off to the left, and he followed it. The path wound into a pass that cut deeper into the mountain, around a few secondary peaks that stood much shorter than the one in the mountain center. Once inside the pass, Archie could no longer see the land that sprawled below him, from which he had begun his climb. However, the rocky formations around him at least offered a little shelter from the whispering wind. As Archie reached the end of the pass, he spied the flickering torchlight ahead. He came around the final bend in the pass and gaped to see a massive doorway towering in front of him. Gigantic braziers mounted atop high shelves, framed on the double doors. When lightning flashed, he could see handles on the doors, placed high above his reach. Archie could only imagine who could have built such a place. If anyone had ever lived here, they seemed to have deserted it long ago. The smart thing to do, he knew, would to be would be to turn around and leave, to head back to the storm and face the horrible weather and wandering mobs that had plagued every step of his nights. But he couldn't bring himself to doing that. A horrible foreboding filled Archie's heart as he gazed up at the doors. It felt like whatever lay beyond him could only be swollen with sort of horrors that swarmed through his worst nightmares. Still, his curiosity prodded him forward. He couldn't stand the idea of leaving those doors alone, of walking away from them and never knowing what might stand beyond them. He steeled himself, held up his torchlight, and pressed a hand on the massive doors. They began to give. Wow, this is crazy. Archie's standing in front of these doors, opening them, and we have no idea what's inside. You might, but I don't at all. And I am kind of scared for Archie. This is going pretty bad for him so far. First, he'd been kicked out of his tribe, kicked out of the village, Mobs chasing him, spiders climbing up the mountain chasing him. He's gone through so much. I hope nothing's bad behind these doors. Anyways, that's the end of chapter 9. 
I'm your host, Asher, and this is the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast.